Proverbs chapter 6 in the World English Bible. My son, if you have become collateral for your neighbour, if you have struck your hands in pledge for a stranger, you are trapped by the words of your mouth. You are ensnared with the words of your mouth. Do this now, my son, and deliver yourself, since you have come into the hand of your neighbour. Go humble yourself, press your plea with your neighbour, give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the snare of the fowler. Go to the ant, you sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise, which having no chief, overseer, or ruler, provides her bread in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you sleep, sluggard? When will you arise out of your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So your poverty will come as a robber and your scarcity as an armed man. A worthless person, a man of iniquity, is he who walks with a perverse mouth, who winks with his eyes, who signals with his feet, who motions with his fingers, in whose heart is perverseness, who devises evil continually, who always sows discord. Therefore his calamity will come suddenly. He will be broken suddenly, and that without remedy. There are six things which Yahweh hates, yes, seven, which are an abomination to him. Arrogant eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are swift in running to mischief, a false witness who utters lies, and he who sows discord among brothers. My son, keep your father's commandment and don't forsake your mother's teaching. Bind them continually on your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, it will lead you. When you sleep, it will watch over you. When you awake, it will talk with you. For the commandment is a lamp and the law is light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life to keep you from the immoral woman, from the flattery of the wayward wife's tongue. Don't lust after her beauty in your heart, neither let her captivate you with her eyelids. For a prostitute reduces you to a piece of bread, the adulteress hunts for your precious life. Can a man scoop fire into his lap and his clothes not be burned? Or can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? So is he who goes in to his neighbour's wife, whoever touches her, will not be unpunished. Men don't despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is hungry. But if he is found, he shall restore seven times. He shall give all the wealth of his house. He who commits adultery with a woman is void of understanding. He who does it destroys his own soul. He will get wounds and dishonour. His reproach will not be wiped away. For jealousy arouses the fury of the husband. He won't spare in the day of vengeance. He won't regard any ransom, neither will he rest content, though you give many gifts. Unusually today, I'd like to pick up some of these verses and add some commentary. First of all, the whole idea of going into partnership with people. Jesus said, through Paul as well, that we should not be unequally yoked with those who don't yet understand the ethics and character of Christian entrepreneurialism. He said we should not be yoked with unbelievers. So it says here right at the beginning of Proverbs 6, 
my son, if you've become collateral for your neighbour, which is what you do when you become a partner in business, in the UK at least, with somebody, if you have struck your hands in a pledge for a stranger, you are trapped by the words of your mouth. You are ensnared with the words of your mouth. And it says that you should go and deliver yourself. You shouldn't sleep or give rest to your eyelids until you free yourself like a gazelle from the hands of the hunter, like a bird from the snare of the fowler. So be very, very careful when you go into business with people. If they're not yet Christians, if they're pre-Christians, you are in trouble. God has been very, very clear in his word. He's very, very serious about these things. He says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. Then I like this whole idea about the ant. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no chief, overseer or ruler, provides her bread in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you sleep, sluggard? And here's the punchline. After when you when will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So your poverty will come as a robber and your scarcity as an armed man. Failure doesn't come always all at once. Sometimes it's a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. These little compromises in our lives, these little foxes that spoil the vines, these tiny flies that make the perfumer's oil stink. We have to become diligent in the little things. The little things matter. What people do in the little things will be echoed in the bigger things. We have to have people of integrity we have to be people of integrity in everything we do. Then I want to draw your attention down to, if you're following the verse numbers, I'm going to go right the way down to the thief bit, which is Proverbs chapter 6, verse 30. Men don't despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is hungry. But if he is found, he shall restore seven times. He shall give all the wealth of his house. Jesus said you can't rob somebody's house unless you first bind the strong man. I want to encourage you from a great message from Jerry Savelle, who said, if Satan can't steal your joy, that spiritual force of joy, he can't keep your goods. And if a thief is found, Satan is the thief. Jesus is very, very clear on this in John 10. The thief comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. He is the thief. So when Satan is recognised as the thief, it says here, men don't despise the thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he's hungry. But if he is found, he shall restore seven times. He shall give all the wealth of his house. And I promise you that Satan has stolen from you years of fruitfulness, years of joy, years of success. And he has been found. He has been caught. He has been called out. He has been defeated by Jesus. And he must must, must restore seven times all he has stolen. He shall give all the wealth of his house, which was stolen anyway. So years that the locust has stolen from you must be restored to you. The relationships that have been stolen from you must be restored to you. The finances that have been stolen from you must be restored to you. The joy that's been stolen from you must be restored to you. This is scripture and Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit are very, very serious about scripture and so are the angels who carry out his word. So as part of your daily prayer today, I suggest that all the stuff that's been stolen from you during the current crisis, you go, right, Satan, you've been caught as the thief. You must restore seven times all you have stolen from me.
So it is written, so let it be done.